Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... and courage, the greatest helping hand is chance. The alarm of a century, the bark of a dog, the wrong turning, any could spell death or life. Worth exploring? Mysterious enough for you? I think so. Rolo, what stupid mistake brought you to this prison camp? Marshal, don't make me tell you. It still gives me nightmares. Do you have any ideas how we could get out of here? I have escaped from Berg prison camp and from Lubeck. Uh, so Scharnhorst couldn't be any harder. How do you start? My method is simple. Make friends, make observation, and make haste. Comprenez? drama, Breakout, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by James Agate Jr. and stars Paul Hecht and Bob Caliban. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Start your mornings with a double dose of laughter on CBS television, beginning with the Jeffersons. Me and her have been through some hard times together, and ain't another woman in this world who will stick by me the way she has. And you ain't laughing. The laughs continue with Here's the first item up for bids, and the price is right. Join Bob Barker and for an hour of excitement and fabulous prizes. It's the Jeffersons, Alice, and the Price is Right, weekdays on CBS Television. Hi. Hope you got what I need. What's wrong? Pain, itch, you know, hemorrhoids. Been driving my truck all day, and I need Preparation H. Right. Gives lots of people temporary relief. Its special ingredients relieve pain and itch flare-ups. Helps shrink swelling of inflamed hemorrhoidal tissue. That's real medicine. I'll take ointment and suppositories. Hi. Feeling better today? Oh, thanks to you, good buddy. Preparation H relieves pain and itch. Helps shrink swelling. Use only as directed. Hoping I was out of range of Fritz's anti-aircraft fire, 
I found I was not. A shell passed through my right wing. I banked right and left and observed that two ribs of the plane were broken. Then another shell. Scored a direct hit on my tail. I could see the black smoke of a 105. That meant I'd no hope of staying aloft. Wing over, stick forward. A split ace into a dive and headed for the trees. Unfortunately, behind the German lines. And that, my dear Roland, is how I am prisoner here in Scharnhorst once again. <laughs> and what stupidity brought you here, mon ami? Don't make me tell you, Marshal. It still gives me nightmares. Besides, do you really want to know? Uh, no, what I really wish to know is what idea have you to get us out of here? Let me see. I've broken out of Berg prison and out of Lübeck. So how could Schoenhorst be any harder? My method is simple. Make friends, make observation, and make haste. Each of us, every day on the lookout, and at night, we compare notes. Make friends, eh? There is a Russian prisoner here, Nikolai, someone. He didn't tell me his last name. He's been here a long time. Yesterday, he winked at me and whispered he knows a way out. Why hasn't he escaped then? <laughs> Good question, but... He didn't tell me. Don't be too sure this Nikolai will help a Frenchman. Russians have never forgiven us for Napoleon. What is it, Nikolai? I saw you motioning to me in the yard. You wish to show me something in this corridor? To begin, Lieutenant Marshal, I have admired your exploits as pilot for the whole war. You've been in Scharnhorst here for the whole war? Ah, bad luck, yes. Lieutenant, stand here with me in front of this door until the guard goes around the corner. Ah, good, he's gone. Look, I have keys for door. It's storeroom. I open. Come inside, quick. Look, other side. Window, not much barred. I lock door so no one away here. Lieutenant, look out from window. It's freedom. Yes. I've cut through bars much thicker than this before. I get Lieutenant fired. I help. Every night after roll call, I open this door. You fire bars. Soon you are free. Very tempting, Nikolai, but why are you helping me? For great aviator, I must do this. You wish me to get file for you tonight? I'll talk to you tomorrow, Nikolai. Tomorrow? Why waste one day? A night to think it over does not waste a day. Russian. Do you know what I saw alone not ten meters from the window of the storeroom? A sentry. I could see his shadow over at one side. Now you know, mon ami. He wanted you shot trying to escape. You know, I've been thinking, Marshal. This Shondhorst prison is too guarded to escape over a wall. However, I had a plan. We simply walk out one evening. Walk out? Disguised as German officers. Our uniforms would give us away. For one thing, our great coats are blue, the Germans wear gray. We change the color. First, we have to be very sick in order to get ourselves admitted to the prison hospital. Once inside, we find some permanganates to bleach our coats. Why not? When do we start? Right now. Both of us have this very bad attack of dysentery. You make noise, I make noise. Success. We stayed in the hospital a few days. When we were cured of dysentery, we took with us enough permanganate of potash to bleach a battalion. Then we made a strong solution, dumped in the coats, which we soaked and scrubbed until our French blue coats became German gray. Then we made buttons out of wood, painted them greenish bronze, 
Lorenzo Demon. Now, where's the needle and thread? Please, here. Hey, what are you doing? I am making German officers' caps. You see, first I cut the cardboard to make a frame, and uh, then I had better measure your head for yours, Oberleutnant. Caps. <laughs> I am proud of our cleverness. Yeah, then all I need is some cloth to cover the caps, and in the front, a kind of metal insignia that they wear. That won't be so easy. Tonight, after roll call, you and I will take a little walk and make a search for cloth. We'll also look for some metal and something out of which we could carve what looks like a saber for each of us. You're forgetting something. I am? If we're German officers of rank, we should have a wide red stripe around the cap. Yes. How about red flannel? Yes. Like our Colonel wears. You're not going to take the Colonel's red flannel underwear from him? No, oh no, I wouldn't be so cruel. The Colonel is going to give it to me gladly. to see how recently the napkins were washed. Are you sure? Uh, take the matter of one's own underwear, Mon Colonel. Within 48 hours of putting on underwear, which has been laundered in the prison, dysentery strikes. Sir, I'm going to my quarters, examine my underclothing, and bring them to you. You go to your quarters immediately, Lieutenant. 
I shall be there directly. One colonel, room number seven. Bring your underclothing. I will be happy to take care of it. We ran to our quarters with two knives, two barrel staves, and a pair of gray trousers. Minutes later, the colonel came in with his red flannel underwear, which we cut into red ribbons for the officers' caps, sewed on the gray cloth, the knife handles, and carved the staves into severs, staining them with black shoe polish. The work of one night. But it took over a month before we managed to forge identity papers with first names. By February the 14th, Roland Garros and I were dressed in our imitation uniforms and ready to leave. Achtung! Herr Marshal, stand at attention when your general speaks to you. That is the most unbelieving German accent I've ever heard, Rollo. Now, I am going to be the colonel. I'm fluent in German, and the less you say, Rollo, the better. Now, I will call you Oberleutnant. That suits me. I was only trying to help. Yes. Now, there are three centuries one has to pass at the Wagenhaus Gate. We have to be out of Scharnhorst, rid of our uniforms, and at the Magdenburg station in time to catch the 6.30 train. Marcel, your coat fits you like a glove. Well, it should. It's my own. Bleached, but still my own. Yours doesn't fit so well, Roland. You seem to have put on weight. Uh, what time is it? Half past five. Where shall we go? It's just starting to get dark. Where are the suits we are going to wear as civilians? I'm wearing both of them under my coat. That's why I look so fat. Your sever strapped tightly? Oui. And our papers, you have yours? I have mine. I hope they work. And Rollo, remember, I do the talking. It takes bluff, assurance, and a good deal of daring to break out from a prison camp in wartime. Especially during World War I, when it was one's duty to try to escape. A matter of honor. Particularly those ace flyers of the French Air Force, who in those days could not be replaced. War in the skies from 1914 to 1918 was in its infancy. And one man in prison might turn the tide of battle. I shall return shortly with Act Two. What do doctors recommend to avoid constipation? These days, doctors stress the importance of fiber in the diet. Food fiber that helps the system regulate itself naturally. Metamucil is the laxative made from natural fiber. No chemical stimulants. So for occasional constipation, doctors recommend Metamucil more often than any other laxative. The way to overcome constipation is the natural way. But if not nature, Metamucil. Read, label, and follow directions. True Value Hardware Store's February True Value of the Month is a hand tool of striking quality. Hi, Pat Summerall to tell you it's the professional quality master mechanic curved claw hammer for just $4.99. Its heat-treated high-carbon steel head is held securely in place by a technique called the living wedge that expands and contracts with vehicle handle. And right now, the professional quality master mechanic curved claw hammer is just $4.99 while supplies last at participating True Value Hardware Stores. Hello, this is Ann Miller. As I am speaking, intensive research is going on from coast to coast. Research sponsored by the March of Dimes in its fight against birth defects. A doctor in San Diego asked why women who smoke during pregnancy have more low birth weight babies. Also, a young woman researcher in North Carolina probes the genetic factors and disorders involving cholesterol. A Colorado scientist seeks the prevention of fetal growth retardation by studying how hormones act in the uterus. And this is only a small part of the scientific research being done by March of Dimes grantees who received over $9 million last year to probe birth defects, causes, and prevention. It is a long and very difficult road, but it is a road that must be traveled to ensure our next generation's good health. So please give to the March of Dimes to make the road a little smoother, that goal, good health for all, a little nearer. of World War One, 
The Escape from Scharnhorst Prison by Lieutenant Hansel Marshall and Ace Flyer Roland Garros has never been equaled. Disguised as German officers at twilight, they approach the first sentry. Every passing minute is against them. If they are not on that 6.30 train, their absence will be discovered and the escape will fail. Halt! What is los? Halt! I said halt! I heard you! Stand up straight, soldier! What kind of a sentry are you? You see, Herr Oberleutnant, what a riffraff they send us for a prison camp. Yeah, yeah. Don't come. Don't you know enough to salute the superior officer? I shall report you to the general. Come along, Oberleutnant. I apologize for this dumb cough. Let us hope we have more discipline at the front. This time I start talking before we get to the second century. You follow my lead. Me, me. I tell you, Herr Oberleutnant, it is insufferable that a German colonel like myself should be hooted at by this thousand prisoners in the middle of an inspection tour. Yeah, yeah. I say it is our duty to go to Herr General and inform him that his staff is being mocked at every turn. Uh, please, sentry. Sentry, pull up the barrier like a good man. Dankeschön. Uh, you agree, Herr Oberleutnant? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. We got past the second century, eh, Orlo? Only one to go. Keep nodding just the way you're doing. That is perfect. <laughs> I was saying to Herr General this morning, I said, Herr General, if we do not have complete discipline in Scharnhorst, where do we have it? Our last few steps over this footbridge and across the moat. The only way to beat the enemy is discipline. Von Monsky said it. Clausewitz said it. This country is going to give us trouble, I can tell. And Herr General himself said it to me just this morning. You see, Herr Oberleutnant, now this sentry is more experienced. Notice the way he stands. He knows how to follow instructions. Papers, please. Us. Bitte. Your papers. Now, this is the third time we've been asked for those stupid papers. How do you think we got this far, sentry? But I must see papers. You think, sentry, that on a cold night in February, we are going to unbutton our coats to show our papers? You are very much mistaken. Open the gate. Mach Herr Oberleutnant, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, here we have an example of following instructions too carefully. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's cold. I hope no one can see us standing here by the railroad tracks. Now, time to change our clothes. What time is it, Rollo? We have 15 minutes before the train leaves Magdenburg. What a night to get undressed. I'm happy to get out of this uniform, useful as it was, and end my brief career in a German army. Oh, wait. Sabers, caps, coats, everything. Roll them up together. See if we can find a good place to hide them. There's a drain under the tracks. I can stuff them in there. Oh, my dear, it's cold. You weren't so stupid to wear both civilian suits, Roland. Let me have mine. I hope it fits. I found a gap for you. No, no, give me the hat. For me. Try to remember who brought the civilian clothing in the first place. You're no longer our German colonel giving orders. <laughs> You're right, Roland. You are right. What are you doing? Putting my ear to the tracks. No, nothing yet. The train must be late. There. And how do I look, Roland? You are more impressive as a German colonel. Thank you. I like your outfit, like a typical German peasant. Eh bien, shall we stroll to the Magdenburg station? Six hours, Marshal. 
When do we reach Cologne? I'm not sure. I hope we're going in the right direction. The train's stopping. I cannot see a thing out the window. But yes, I do. Something will catch us. I, uh, I beg your pardon. Does uh, this happen often? Uh, the train stopping like this? Only try. Police, let's jump it while there's time. Stopping all the trains. Uh, nobody knows who we are. The old man who sat across from us. He was looking at me very strangely. Roland, don't ask for trouble before it comes. And those dogs? Is that imagination also? You're right. They're after us. We are two very well-known French flyers. The Germans would do anything to keep us from getting back into the air. Down below there. You see that farmhouse? Shall we head for it? We'll be asleep. We could go hide in the barn. We haven't much choice. The dogs are getting closer. Wait. S someone has just lit a candle in the house. They're opening the door. It's a woman. She's standing there, looking out. I trust a woman. Let's run for the house. <laughs> What are you doing here? Are you Germans? No, madame. We are not German. We are French. My friend and I have escaped from Schaumhaus. Oh, quickly, come with me. Up this ladder to the attic. I heard the dogs. I know. I'll go first and open this trap door. Sure. Going to hide us? You a German woman? I hide anyone who flees from war. I hate war. Madame, are you alone in this farmhouse? Almost. My father and my uncle and two older brothers were called up. In the attic where I'll hide you, I have hidden Hans, my, my younger brother. Now, we, we talk later. Follow me up this ladder. It's me, Renata. Wake up. Hans, hold the trap door open. I'm bringing some friends. We shall wait up here in the attic until they have given up and taken the dogs away. Won't they come to your farmhouse? No, no. If it's the police from our town, they know about Hans, so they, they let us alone. Your brother doesn't simmer, child. He is afraid. He will talk when he knows you better. You see, he is not very well. But he is good with animals. When they came to draft him into the army, I hid him here in the attic. He has been here through the whole war? For four years. Since the Kaiser. Since Germany declared war. But, madame, we are your enemy. We are French. And you cannot understand why I hide you from my own people. No, I cannot. My country went to war against you. You are only defending yourselves. Now, we will talk later. The dogs have gone. Now, you must both be hungry. Hans, I'm taking my two friends down to the kitchen to give them some food. Now, you go back to sleep. All right? Madame, the food was magnificent. I thank you very, very much. Until we reach the frontier, we will not be sleeping at night, so I'm going to catch some sleep now while I can. Uh, Roland, are you uh, coming up? I'm really not tired, Marcel. I'll stay down here for a while. Very well. Uh, thank you again, Madame, for giving us a chance to catch our breath. Do you think you can open the trap door alone? Oh, yes. I have opened quite a few in the last year. Uh, good night, Madame. Bonsoir, Roland. It's so foolish. I, I don't know your name. I don't know yours. Roland Garros. Renata Maya. Enchanté. <laughs> we have uh, kept you up this night. I apologize. Oh, I heard the dogs. I was afraid for my brother. Uh, wh what is your friend's name? Anselm Marshall. He's also a flyer in our air service. A lieutenant. Oh, I have never been in an airplane. It must be wonderful to fly. It's not so romantic the way you think it is. Uh, I am a soldier, which means I deal in death. You, you shoot from an airplane? Oui, I do. I, I wish you would not talk about shooting and, and killing. It is 
almost daylight to think. Twelve hours ago, I had no idea that a woman, supposedly my enemy, was here running a farm. Where will I be twelve hours from now? Oh, you are escaping to Holland? Oui. Uh, to fight again? Oui, I must. Will you remember me? What a silly question. Remember you. Renata Meyer, your enemy who hates war? My friend who hates war. Perhaps after the war I might visit you and you will teach me how to milk a cow. Frau Meyer! Frau Meyer! Go up to the attic. Hurry. I'll tell you when they are gone. Frau Meyer! Then break down the door. What are you doing here? Who, who are you? We are looking for two French prisoners who have escaped from Scharnhorst. There are no prisoners here. And where does this letter go? Oh, that. Just to a storeroom. You are sure? To the attic. There's nothing up there. We shall see. Good. Hold this letter. I'm going up. But you're wasting your time. There's nothing. I shall look for myself. Good shot. You've killed them both. Yes, I heard them. I couldn't risk their finding us or your brother, madame. We can stay now. Someone will have heard the shots, and they'll be here soon. You kill them to save Hans? No, no. We must leave now, immediately. But we can't go without hiding the bodies. If someone comes and finds the dead soldiers, they will accuse one another. I'm killing this one. You get that one. Madame, wash this floor carefully. Clean off any blood. You heard nothing. You know nothing. Ready, Marshal? Ready. I have got this one. Now, if you walk in a straight line past the two oak trees, you'll come to an old stone quarry. No one will look there. Thank you. Take care of Hans. Perhaps we shall meet again. Mm-hmm. Renata, au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. I pray for you both that the war is short. Through the ages, hasn't that been the prayer of wives, mothers, and sweethearts? That the war be short and the loved ones return home. You wonder, will there always be wars? Will civilization ever outgrow the need for destruction? Or as Napoleon himself has said, we are doomed forever to repeat our follies. For war is the business of barbarians. I shall return shortly with Act Three. One Valentine's Day, when I was younger, a boy gave me my first Valentine candy. I would have married him then and there, except I was eight and he was seven. Even today, every February 14th, I get all sentimental when Jeff gives me one of those beautiful Whitman samplers or a great big romantic Valentine heart filled with delicious Whitman's chocolates. It may sound corny, but Valentine's just isn't Valentine's for me until Jeff shows up with that Whitman's heart.
challenge yourself each morning by jotting down how many cigarettes you think you need. And at night, how many you actually smoke. Don't get crippled in your best years by heart disease. Get some help. Quit smoking. Call the American Heart Association and put your money where your heart is. Give to the American Heart Association. They're fighting for your life. air aces of World War I have been captured by and escaped from the Germans. Dressed as civilians, bombed out of their homes, they head for neutral Holland. There is danger at every turn, for any French officer caught out of uniform will be shot as a spy. Roland Garros and Ansel Marshall hurry towards an abandoned quarry, carrying two dead men. Tis the quarry. It's filled with water and pieces of ice down there. Over you go, my friend! Now what? There may be a reference train out of the nearest town, which will get us to Cologne. Then, Aix-la-Chapelle. Cologne, yes. Such a big city, no one will be able to trust us. From this quarry, which way? Common sense tells me. Find the railroad tracks, follow them, and they generally lead you to a station. Obviously, these people never go to bed. You wouldn't think Germany was at war. Well, I wonder if the shops are open. Shops? For what? I want to buy some chocolate. From Cologne to Aix-la-Chapelle is quite a distance. And who knows how long before we get a meal like that German woman gave us last night. And I must buy a hat. Yes, I'm not comfortable in this grubby, ill-fitting cap that you gave me. I'm not going into any hat store with you tonight. And who asked you to? I can pick out my own hat. At 11 at night? You're going to find somewhere to buy a hat here in Colonia? Someone's going to run. Mon ami, please, you don't know the mentality of the German. That is exactly the kind of thing that he would do. Where are we? This is the Ringstrasse. The shopping center is that way. The cathedral is over there. Uh, see those two spires? Three. That is where you'll wait for me. In the cathedral? Oui, monsieur. On your knees praying for my safety. And when I return, I'll pray for yours. Chocolate was easy to buy. There are machines everywhere. You put in your clinic and out comes the chocolate. But to find a hat store open for business was a little more difficult. But I found one, purchased a Homburg, and started back towards the cathedral. But I was being followed. Every time I would stop, so would whoever was following me. If I could only get as far as the cathedral, I might escape out the back way. <laughs> Who would arrest one in a cathedral? Where are you? It's been over an hour. It's one o'clock. I've been followed. Keep your eyes straight ahead of you. Don't look at me. You don't know me. I'm a stranger sitting in a pew next to you. What are we going to do? We must separate. No point in you getting arrested as well. Now, you go to Aix-la-Chapelle. If in two days I am not at the front of the platform where the baggage is unloaded, if I am not there in two days at this time, make your way alone into Holland. You still have the compass? And the map. Oui. Bonne chance, mon ami. I am leaving now. Don't get up. Was? Bitte, ein Moment. I don't know who you are, but 
Surely you have better manners than to engage in conversation in our beautiful cathedral. If you wish to talk, we shall go outside. Natalie. I mean you no harm. I wish to ask you a question only, a simple question. Oh, I, I thought you were a thief. I saw you in the ring, Strasser, and I said to myself, that beautiful head. Tell me where I can buy such a head. Polo and I met as planned and arrived at Aix-la-Chapelle. On our map, Aix-la-Chapelle was 16 kilometers from the frontier. Beyond that, Holland. We started walking. It's even cold at the night. And the evening I broke out of front horse. Yes, what I what I wouldn't give for my old army top coat now, eh? And the fur lined overalls. Oh, and the boots. And the fur lined helmet. You know you know what that sign says, my friend? It's an arrow. It says Tivoli. Ah, boy, we are heading the right way. Stop a minute. I just kick something. What is it? It's a flashlight. Let me see. Uh, only issue. That means a patrol passed here recently and one of the soldiers dropped it. Oh, it works. Now I can check our compass and the map even if the moon is not out. Rollo, Rollo, put it out, quick. What is it? There was, there was a flash of light up there. I can make out a house. What's that? What's that sound? It's, it's water. I'll leave that. Look, look here. That light came from a house on the other side of a bridge. I, I see the bridge now. That means guards, and guards means show us your papers. We do better to climb down to the edge of the river and then look for a place where it's not too wide, where we could jump across. Yes, a very narrow place. If I fell in and got wet now, I'd be one solid six-foot icicle. Don't you think the currents are too strong here? Let's try another place. Look, we spent two hours looking, and this is the narrowest point of the river. There are large flat stones all the way across. We can walk on those. Perhaps you can, but I can't. Mommy, believe me. Absolutely. I cannot. I'll shine my flashlight on those stones. You see? Covered in ice. Not more than 25 feet to the other side. We must try while it's still dark. I can't do it, my friend. Oh, I'll go first. Go on. I'll watch you. I'll take this, this branch for balance. The water is not very deep. Deep enough. Go ahead. If you can get to the other side, then maybe I can. Over there. It blinked on and off. I saw it. There's another. Half 
halfway of that head up to the left. Very bright. My face, I'm perspiring. It's I've never been so wet and so cold. My face. It's snow. It started to snow here. Look, there was another light blinking on and off. A signal. You hear that? We've been spotted. The woods are filled with soldiers. Can you look at the compass under your jacket so no light will show? I have one of me. Oh, I have traveled around in a complete circle. Oh, no. All those kilometers in that village down below there is Metro. Metro is less than two kilometers from Aix-la-Chapelle. And that strong light up on the hill is the guardhouse we tried to avoid at the head of the bridge. The snow is really coming down now. Roland, let us stand up like men, find the road, and walk back to Aix-la-Chapelle. Start all over again? Oui, mon ami. On another day, we're both too exhausted to get to the frontier now. We're still 16 kilometers from Holland. And we've traveled that distance tonight in a circle. The next day, the sun was out. We persuaded a tavern owner to serve us a complete meal without food tickets at double the price. Our stomachs filled. Ten hours later, we found ourselves two kilometers from the border. Directly ahead, we should see a building brightly lit. Yes, what would that be? A factory in Holland. Holland. <laughs> there must be a guardhouse somewhere here, maybe behind that tall hedge. They wouldn't leave this part of the frontier unguarded. Back on our bellies to crawl up to that hedge and have a look. Slowly, slowly. We oui, mon I can see a road and I can also see footprints. So the sentries must walk up and down here, huh? Oh, will you look at this? Very clever, these Germans. What is it? Woven through the hedge is barbed wire to keep you from crawling through. And look, along the roots, a toy wire. Probably sets off an alarm if you touch it. The hedge is only five feet high. You are thinking what I'm thinking? That we could jump it? If we got off to a good running start. Yes, and if we aren't spotted. I don't want to tear my hands and face on the barbed wire, only to be shot on the other side for my trouble. Let's back up a good 30 feet, right to the edge of the woods. Get on your mark. Get ready, get set, and go.
love old-fashioned things. Antique clocks, handmade quilts, traditional things like that. So last Valentine's Day, when Bill gave me this big Whitman's Valentine heart, I couldn't believe it. It was just packed with delicious Whitman's chocolate. And it was so lacy, so old-fashioned, so me. Give a little old-fashioned happiness this February 14th with a Whitman sampler or Valentine heart. Whitman's, making hearts happy for 139 Valentine's Days. Serial introduces Mr. Buster Crab, film actor and author of Buster Crab's arthritis exercise book. I wrote a book on relieving arthritis pain, and I recommend new icy hot cream in the tube. Rub it on. Icy hot's penetrating warmth reaches way down inside to help relieve minor pain, while a feeling of coolness soothes your skin. I'm convinced that new Greasedus Icy Hot Cream will give you fast, effective relief that lasts for hours. Use only as directed. Like Minute Maid Orange Juice, some things never change. Kids. I'm too old to kiss you, Dad. Can't we shake hands? And father's too old. I still kiss my father. Oh, Dad, that's different. The great taste of Minute Maid Orange Juice is never going to change. It's always 100% pure. And we'll be making that same delicious taste when your kids have kids. to whodunits or even why did they do it. Frequently, we delve into the mystery of what makes people tick. How do they meet the odds of life and overcome them? And courage, after all, is not in blindly overlooking danger, but in seeing it and conquering it. Our cast included Paul Hecht, Bob Caliban, Bryna Rayburn, and Ray Owens. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. The eighth chapter, script 28, scene 27, take two. Action! First, Mrs. Fluett, you tell me your husband drives a truck. Then I find out you live in this fantastic house in very exclusive Encero Beach. Huh! Mace, none of this is in the script. I, I just must have been thinking about something. Uh, you want to take a break? No, 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 no. It's, it's okay. I'll be all right. Um, uh, let's take it again. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. Would you care?